Today is Wednesday, August 9th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. My name is Amanda Duberman, filling in for Sammy Sage. Morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is sponsored by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Each purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. No parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They have incredible products like the highlighter stick, which is specifically formulated to brighten and open your eyes. Try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash morning. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash morning for 20% off your first order. Let's begin with the outcome of a highly anticipated election in Ohio with consequences for abortion rights in the state. As we've discussed on the podcast, Republicans in the state legislature demanded a special election this summer to consider whether proposed amendments to the state constitution should pass with a simple majority of voter support, so 50% plus one or a whopping 60%. These leaders specifically crafted this special election to create a higher threshold for a pro-abortion rights ballot initiative that Ohio residents will vote on in November. Well, that election was yesterday, and after reports of huge early voting numbers, Ohio voters ultimately voted no on issue one, thereby denying state-level Republicans the ability to change the rules of the game in order to pass their extreme anti-abortion agenda. The threshold to pass an amendment to the state constitution in Ohio will remain 50%. Ohio voters will have an opportunity to vote on a pro-reproductive rights amendment later this year, which will only need to pass by a 50% vote. All of that, and we are back to basic democracy 101. I hope it was worth the taxpayer dollars. Last week, the words Montgomery Brawl meant nothing to me, and now they occupy 99% of my waking thoughts. Arrest warrants have been issued for three of the men, all of them white, involved in instigating the fight that broke out at a river dock in the Alabama town over the weekend. A number of white voters attacked a security guard on the dock who was black when he informed them they needed to make way for another boat. The chaos grew and it escalated as others joined the fight, which ultimately demanded even more people jump in to defend the security guard and those who had come to his aid. At the time, 13 people were detained and questioned. All were released, but now three of the men are wanted in custody to face charges of misdemeanor assault. Racist white men with rage problems being charged with crimes as the nation celebrates? Tis the season, right? The police chief said more charges are expected. The men in custody are likely to be let out on bail, but I would urge the judge to prohibit them from putting their dusty Crocs into sport mode. Although, based on that video, I guess maybe they're not much of a flight risk. Because we basically invoked Donald Trump in the prior story, let's get into a quick update on his criminal indictments. Under the shadow of multiple federal indictments, the former president held a rally yesterday in New Hampshire where he fat-shamed Chris Christie, sweat profusely while complaining about the air conditioning and maintained his First Amendment right to threaten the judge overseeing one of his federal trials. At the rally, Trump also referred to special counsel Jack Smith as a, quote, thug prosecutor and, quote, this deranged guy. This was happening as his legal team urges Judge Tanya Chutkin to limit an order sought by the prosecutors that would prevent Trump from disclosing information about evidence that will ultimately be used in a trial. Judge Chutkin set a hearing to go over the proposals this Friday. And speaking of Judge Chutkin, CNN reported on Tuesday that there was an increased security detail at the U.S. District Court in D.C. as U.S. Marshals appear to double down on the judge's protection. 
Indeed, people are known to go after federal officials at Donald Trump's urging. Maybe Mike Pence can offer Judge Chutkin some advice. Speaking of Mike Pence, the first debate of the Republican primary is just two weeks away, and I hope the RNC is stocked up on whole milk and fly spray, because former Vice President Mike Pence says his campaign has officially qualified. Candidates have to meet specific donor and polling requirements in order to participate in the August 23rd debate, and Pence is one of a handful of other candidates who say they've qualified. That list also includes Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, and Vivek Ramaswamy. Donald Trump, however, is unlikely to participate in the debate. Unlikely to participate in the norms that keep democracy functioning? What aberrant behavior from a Republican presidential candidate. Finally today, we are learning more about the 17-year-old who was charged with second-degree murder as a hate crime after he fatally stabbed O'Shea Simply, a 28-year-old black gay man from Brooklyn. According to the new criminal complaint, the assailant was witnessed taunting Simply with homophobic slurs before stabbing him to death. He also reportedly shouted anti-black statements before mortally wounding the dancer and choreographer. The suspect reportedly shaved his head to avoid detection before turning himself into police and ultimately pleading not guilty. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Batches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Amanda Duberman, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Batches.